All right. All right. And we're live. Keep talking. This is entertaining. Can so you just my, describe the last five minutes while I was sitting up so the So I've been playing my um, – Stacey and I went to a dinner party on Saturday for with one of her friends. And um, her her husband – her name is Robin. Her husband's name is uh, Walter, a.k.a. Vladimir, because he's actually Russian. Shout out to Walter, a.k.a. Vladimir. Or actually Vladimir, a.k.a. Walter. And he has recently started working for this video game company. And he's like, hey, you know, we're local and stuff, and it's an awesome game. So I downloaded it, and I, it's basically like the adult version of Mario Golf. Okay. Which I played fucking for years on my Nintendo DS. I'm like, it's cool because it's like role-playing golf, right? And it's PvP. And mind you, I started with 100 bucks in my wallet. Not a hundred bucks that you put in there. No, no, yeah, this is it's not all, actual. It's, all, it's, it's not a virtual. It's not, it's not big boy money. Yeah, it's virtual currency to be able to enter tournaments and stuff, and you have to put some money on the line to play. And I've whooped this guy's ass, fucking, like ten times. I'm up to like two grand. You've got this guy tilted. He keeps wanting to. He keeps on wanting. To, yeah, he's like he should try and win his money back. I'm like, dude. So I I rematched him the first time because he beat me. All right, that's fine. I, I get it. But ever since then, he had rematched me, I think it was like seven or eight times. And I'm like, bro, I'm whooping your ass every single time. You're not getting your money back. <laughs> you're not getting, why are you, at this point, you would have to beat me more than the times I've beat you. And I've beaten you like seven or eight times. Like, you're not going to get your money back. Get out of here. So either way, I, um, and that last one, I got a birdie and he bolted. So just as I predicted. Wow. So I'm a fucking virtual golf so, hustler. And, and you said you're 17 in the leaderboard? I, I jumped from position 43 to 17. With my so how, eight how many people are in the leaderboard? What's that? How many people are in the leaderboard? I think it's 100. Ooh, you're in the top 20, bro. So check out Ultimate Golf, guys. It's a lot of fun. I will. They're not sponsoring work. us, but. They, yeah, yeah. Just check it out, though. You know, keep, keep Walter working. AK uh, Vladimir. Vladimir, yes. <laughs> that motherfucker beat me. I'm not going to rematch him. It's time to go. That's so either way, how are you? I'm well, dude. It's episode 83 of the podcast. Episode 83. So all you 39-year-olds out there. Um, so we were talking just now about the movie Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Pre- and you're saying it holds up. And describe to me how this movie holds up. Because well, the first two minutes held up. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch the whole thing. I just It just held up in the sense that the... There felt like I felt like there's a little heart in it, <laughs> and and I think you you don't get that with CGI as much. You know when you get okay. all these CG characters, and I mean it just opened with April O'Neil <laughs> walking down a you know in the most '90s outfit that you can imagine, yeah, like, and the most '90s haircut. It's like you a can one imagine. one piece like jumpsuit or something. Right? Yeah, and it, it, it almost like looks like a something. Tie yeah, belt. it almost looks like it's almost like transparent in places it seems like it looks like a raincoat kind of you know what i mean it's like is this raincoat material anyway she's walking and she walks you know it's dark and she walks around the corner and i don't think they're muggers they're just guys stealing something so generic guys these guys were in jump shoot in like track suits you know and they're like and she's like, oh, I didn't mean to see you guys. And like, <laughs> like, get her purse. And just, just like, that, that's the reaction. She's like, get her purse. 
So, <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they, they... Is this during, like, urban plight? Like, the fucking, like, RoboCop time? Don't know. I don't know. No, I'm it's sure. after that, I think. Is it? I think RoboCop was late 80s, and yeah, this is 90s. I, so, and this I'm is just trying kids. to think of, like, is this... This is how they're portraying, like... Like, that shit like that doesn't go fly now, right? Because so, you hear, so like, up. you know, gnarly dude kind of thing in the background, and then... <laughs> Dude, it's just like out of Batman. It goes black, and the next thing you know, there are three groups of guys all tied up, and she and April oh, O'Neil like is back like back to back with the yeah behind their back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and April O'Neil is sitting there, just kind of looking perplexed. But there's a katana left. Somebody left their sword. Raphael. Well, uh, that would the, be Leonardo. No, no. Well, that's why I, I misspoke. Raphael has the shorter ones. What are they called? No. Well, he, Raphael should have size. Side, so he had, there was okay, a side. He, he left the, the side. The three prong. Yeah, yeah. So there's a side, uh, and you see him creep out from under the manhole and look, and he's like, "Oh, I messed up, dude." So I was like, "Hey, man, like I've seen a lot of movies in the past setup, year. That's that that yeah. yeah that that in terms of story. I mean, yeah, you can say it's cheesy, but there's 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 some there's some story there, you know, and." They're very much martial artists, man. They they all came oh, in yeah, like gnarly, bro, gnarly, and then they see Sensei Spr- Master Splinter, and and they have to they bring and you know they do the us and yeah you know and they you know we apprehended the criminals, but we were, were you seen? We were not seen, man. You know what I mean? It was it's it, it's it's cool, man. <laughs> I mean, look, it, <laughs> that it's nostalgic. Pizza, Let's yeah. say it this way: it's nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. Nostalgic. It's, I'm not sure I would like. I'm not sure I would watch that now. Like I, I find a lot of movies really hard to watch now that I thought I would like as a kid, or I, I, I remember liking as a kid, and I've tried watching today, and I'm like, oh my god, like I, this is, this isn't working. Who came in here? Oh, it's Leo. I thought he's the chill dog. Why is he? Why is he in here? Yeah, I don't know. Well, so in our in our rec- quote recording studio, occasionally that's doggy jet, that's doggy solitary yeah, confinement. It's, uh, it's all right. They if the doggies company. are too loud outside. We even have a crate in here. We'll see if the dog just decides to go in the crate and just be like, oh, I'm just going to sit in the crate. Isn't that like territorial shit, though? Like they won't, I believe so. They might they go in there go. and just piss. Well, that might be it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I, I believe that's uh, that has to be Meatball's crate, I would think. That's a pretty big crate for me. Yeah, I would say, like, well, I mean, he'll, he should be bigger, yeah. right? But either way. So, Meatball's a little resident pug, but Leo's in here drinking out of somebody else's bowl. I don't. I'm not. Well, he's thirsty. I'm so not. Stay hydrated, that. my friend. I friends. guess so. That's. that's kind of. So. I guess they don't worry about. Dude, that. our competition at podcast is back. The, the Matt Bird. Is it really? They They're released go. an episode. How many are they? What number are they? Forty-one. Dude, we have double the amount of episodes. And on. we started after them. Oh, dude, keep it up, guys. Like. So what's funny is at its best. Maybe now their listeners. Our listeners are getting recommended them. I know. Right? Is that how it works? <laughs> because we, we have put So the Mapper's back, and I listened to the first half, and the first half of it is Keenan doing his best Joe Rogan impersonation, talking about everything but jujitsu. Even though at the beginning of the podcast, they, oh said, they said, hey, um, we need uh, hey, don't lick at my we need to stop. Mind, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Leo literally decided to like, sit next to Chris. Why are you doing this? I haven't, I haven't like played with a dog in forever <laughs> since I've had a dog. But. So Leo joined the podcast. So yeah, they uh, they talk about everything but what jiu-jitsu. is like test. Ju- no, they talk about how you can like why would you need to go to school? You can become a relative expert and have intuitive understanding of things by watching YouTube videos. 
So this is I mean, I don't disagree with that. I I disagree with it to some degree because I I think it's creating a a gluttony. I think I believe that opinion and leads that, to anti-vaxing moms. Potentially. <laughs> yeah, no, like, what right, it leads like, to is it leads to a gluttony of people that have intermediate knowledge and intermediate people with intermediate knowledge are dangerous. Intermediate knowledge isn't that bad though. It's not novice bad. level knowledge is garbage. But a novice what happens level gar- is yeah, knowledge that believes that when have you have intermediate level. knowledge, what what ends up happening is you have you have enough knowledge to be dangerous, but you don't have enough knowledge to actually really know what you're talking about. Are you is this just hitting home with you because Paul just recently posted something about I've learned more in my past eleven years as a black belt than I did in my entire jujitsu career. No, no, this goes so back fuck to off, this, blue no, belts. this goes this goes back to when like, I was uh, or omniscience is reserved. No, this for goes blue back belts. to when I was uh, in tennis, and my coach told me he's like the worst students to deal with are the intermediate. Oh, students. that's true. Yeah, yeah, the beginner students are great because they know they're beginners and they'll listen. The advanced students are great because they know how much information there's still for them to learn. Right. It's the ones in the middle. They think they're hot shit, but really they're they're not yet. You know, they're better than the beginner. They're more talented than the beginner. They have more skill than the beginners, but they're really not qualified. Yeah, and, and if you or... if you extrapolate that to just general knowledge, you're gonna have that a bunch of you're gonna have yeah. a bunch of people telling us, you know, and let's use the topical thing. Everyone's gonna be a virologist, <laughs> yeah. you know, or even though you don't have and, and and here's the other thing that, that Keenan is glossing over. There's a huge comp- yes, you can you your capacity to be exposed to a lot of information in a short period of time has drastically gone up as a result but of your YouTube. Capacity to filter what's one and is. you're you're eliminating a huge component of wisdom and knowledge, which is experience. Oh, I thought you were gonna say some Jordan Peterson like no, struggle. So, no, and, and now well, I mean, that, that if you want if you want if you want to use an example Go to watch the movie Goodwill Hunting. In Goodwill Hunting, there's a famous scene that you can look up on YouTube, ironically, <laughs> you know, ironically, <laughs> of Robin Williams sitting down with the prodigy Matt Damon. And Matt Damon's this book smart prodigy who's great with math. And Robin Williams is the therapist, and Robin Williams is trying to get through to this kid. And he says, Look, I, you know, I understand, you know, you're super smart, you know, and, and, if I asked you, you know, about art, you could quote all these art books. But do you know what it's like to look up in the 16th chapel and smell what it smells like and see that? You know, if I ask you about war, you could probably, you know, quote me a sonnet, you know, all into the breach or something like that, you know. But have you actually held your best friend in your arms as he breathed his last breath? So basically what he's doing is Robin Williams, the older man, is saying, I know you're a sharp kid. But you haven't experienced, you don't have experience. And experience has value and merit. And you need to... Right, and it's a spectrum thing, right? Like, one is not better than the other. Both are required for correct true wisdom in that sense. But to just say, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos, and that's 100% of the pie is not... Is the so foul. that's... I, I feel as though yes and no. I Like... People are very capable of passionately, like deep diving into something on YouTube or whatever. I, I, I'm all for the democratization of uh, information, mm-hmm. you know. 
I mean, how we do that jujitsu all the time. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like that's, that's awesome. And there's something to that because I feel as though if people are passionate enough about something, oftentimes the amount of energy they put forth into re- you know, we use the word research a lot, right. In a very sort of a loose sense as compared to what a true scientist does, but they're, the amount of energy and, and time and whatnot put into research for the things that they truly are passionate about, I I think can make up for a lot of the quote experience that's missing out, you know? So, I, I mean, I didn't listen to the podcast myself, but are you, is Keenan referring to like what sort of academics is he talking about? That's, that's overrated. What he's saying is that, I don't have to go to an institution or pay for like, there's so much free resources out there, you know? And, and that's, what that's he fair. cited was like, also yeah. like very DIY, which I think is a little different from, from casting aspersions on current affairs or global things. Right. right, you know right. I mean? he, he's talking about like sort of like, he's like, yeah, I, yeah. I was going to have my security system installed. I had the cameras. It was going to toss me 10 grand to have someone come in and do it. And I looked online and I ended up running the wires myself and I felt very accomplished in doing it. And I saved myself 10 grand in the process. All I spent was time in acquiring the, the, the knowledge, oh, you know, and here I am paying some schmuck to put up new blinds in my house. Makes me, <laughs> thanks Keenan. <laughs> I mean, I think that I I'm, think, I'm trying to keep the economy alive. Keenan. Yeah. <laughs> Jobs. <laughs> well, then he says the best, but you know, funnily enough, he says uh, he doesn't like investing because he doesn't think that's contributing to society. Whereas, how if, is that not contributing to society? By because he because he he was drawing the line as a deliverer of service. Now Hinger was saying, yeah, but if I'm investing in a company, even though it's infinitesimal, I'm contributing to whatever that can exactly. that company like, contributes. You should. I mean, there's a difference between investing and trading, obviously, right? Like just with all this hoopla going on right now. You realistically should be investing in companies that you care about and and believe in and would like to that's see. Like, that's like what the the public service announcement in the fifties were about. You know, like buy your Amp stock or you know Bell Labs. Yeah, exactly. You know? Or Tesla. <laughs> hey, it's up. I'm up twenty percent on it right now. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like that's what you should do. I mean, people play the game, right? Mm-hmm. They they play for for pennies and whatnot, but that's, so. That's that. That was the the jujitsu podcast was all that. So that that was. And there's nothing wrong with that because no, they're, they're it's nothing. But it, it's it, it, it's. I think we all have trappings of falling into the same sort of conversations, and I think Josh and Keenan fall into oftentimes talking about social media, yeah. you know, getting trolled or oh, I'm in a thing with Gordon, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> like the, stuff the, like the that. stuff that they yeah yeah. They so have to I deal mean, with and, and we basis. we have a habit of of falling into. How do we about, be, like, yeah, how do we teach, how do we better? teach better beginners? It's all that. Everybody just so, needs to chill out. So I mean, it, it's just it's part of it's fun. It's part of our makeup and stuff. So stuff. I had a question. I wanted you re- to retell a story because you were so good at telling stories last week. Oh God! And it, what's interesting? No alcohol involved. Just that was pure Chris excitement. Yeah, but it, it was entertaining. It was, and it was also doubly entertaining because there were. Three seminars in Central Florida, all at Gracie Baja gyms. In the past? In, this past weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know they, where this is going. And they all opened with 
break ball drills. <laughs> and so when I went to the stories at these respective gyms, the entire room, one, boom, two, boom, three, <laughs> boom, four, boom, five, boom. And I was like, holy shit. I was Chris not exact. I was not exaggerating, right? Yeah, like, dude. Discipline. Now, what I didn't see were the uh, the purple belts, Kiki, <laughs> in your words, in the corner. But maybe they just hadn't shown no, up yet, you, or they got to they got to they got to look the part, right? You got to make Hamilo proud. Yeah, but I, I I didn't see honestly. I didn't catch any colored belts. I just, or rather, I just saw white and blues. In those videos, so maybe it was. Uh, hey if you're white and blue, you got to do this. If you're purple, just stretch. <laughs> or, if you're, or, if you're white, or if you're purple, you just know better than to pay the fucking hundred twenty dollars for members to well, to like, partake or like Eric is. Giannini. Eric was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to that." Oh, he was gonna go. He has it. He had a ticket, and he's like, he had "Whatever." No, no, he bought a ticket. He's like, "Whatever, I'll eat it. I don't care. I'm not doing that." Really? Yeah. So that's pretty close-minded of him, because perhaps I told him he, to show up late. <laughs> you yeah, know? you're purple belt, or yeah, almost brown belt. Like, just, dude, you know. he's doing his best to bribe his way to brown. <laughs> <laughs> no, Adam. Mojica I can is say doing that. that. I can say that because Eric doesn't care. Um, <laughs> Eric will be like, oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. So the story I wanted to ask you is, I want you to talk about every time you've interacted with Laborio so and it's the not surrounding that many. and yeah, well I know, but, and the events that surround a Laborio appearance and how people behave in his presence and how people roll. <laughs> this people is an extension roll. of, this, this is, is the extension of the, we roll to impress the Masta. <laughs> the the o, o sensei right like the the glorious one because as you said dude the, when you told you told part of this story before oh, the and you had me in stitches when you said because, because deep inside we think this will be the day that we get that promotion oh, yeah, the, the stripes coming he's got it in his belt right he's watching every single person paul how can you hold these guys back oh chris come here come come <laughs> You know what? Perhaps two. You know, no, that's, that's not what happens, guys. Um, so I, 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 I don't remember the first time I met Laborio. To be honest, uh, I think when I just the idea of leaving Gracie Baja, especially because like you know just going from a traditional martial art to a more alive martial art, and then getting a little bit more just involved with it as like a, a intermediate belt, if you want to call it that. It I've not I've not become disenfranchised with the idea of like pos, like hierarchies within an organization. But I've just all I've just sort of <laughs> it's funny because like lately everybody in my morning class or excuse me, the morning class, like they line up by like belt rank. I'm like, just get one big fucking line. Like we're all here. I don't I don't care about that sort of stuff. Like you know, the guy standing at your left isn't any better than the guy standing at the far right. He's just been doing it a little bit longer, right? Like, Do the black belt stand up front? Yeah, that, that's that's one thing that I, I... I won't take that away from them. But everybody else, y'all are here to bust your ass and work together. Y'all deserve to stand next to each other as far as I'm concerned. So um, just the idea of like some sort of like a glorious leader type of thing that's going to hand down the truth. I've just never been big on that, so... 
uh, I met Laborio when I was at Longwood, I would like, I think, because he had come over there to do some seminars and to, at Random Belt Promotions, and God, I'm going to, this is going to sound real bad, but like, I've never, like, that's cool that the glorious leader showed up, right, mm-hmm. to, to be there, to, and to we're using that term very lightly. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm being you know, just my typical Chris, yeah. overly sarcastic type of guy, but like, I'm always reminded of, uh, a local guy, his name's YK Kim, who's sort of honestly directly responsible for the, just the idea of McDojos. Oh, you, really? Yeah, dude, YK Kim. Uh, so you see this, there's schools around now. It's down there next to Shinjung on 50. It's called Martial Arts World. Um, yeah, he's, he's really the first one to, br- to take the idea of not running a martial arts school, but making it a martial arts business, right? And just, just, they're really good at what they do. Um, you know, you you pay to earn this, quote, prestige to be able to teach class. So, like, what are you doing as a school owner at that point? You're ge- you're a genius. You're now allow you're, you're creating a system where people are paying you to be your labor. Right? That's mm. genius. That's, that's absolute genius. So I'm not comparing by any means why it came to Laborio. But so like that's just the system that I've grew up in. I, do, I was not involved in that myself. But that's just what I'm familiar with. And just the, the running joke of that sort of stuff is... is I that, mean, do you think that's ethically acceptable? I mean, you, if you, it depends on how you sell it, right? Because like, for example, right now my, my best friend Andrew, his son takes fucking karate classes up in there. I'm like, bro, I'm like, I've researched a jiu-jitsu gym right around the corner from you live from where you live and granted like his son turned of training age cuz he's a little bit older than Connor like just during covid and karate schools happen to be the the first thing to open up and like Andrew's asking me about the hey this is the program I'm like bro like <laughs> watch out for this shit I, get, I I see what they're doing you know and they just hit him up dude with you know Lucas's he's been showing a lot of promise very, very, very skilled. Perhaps it's time. Yeah, but to it up. sounds disin. But you're making it sound because it's kind of disingenuous. But, do you think they're okay? <laughs> no, no, no. He's I, four, I, dude. I mean, nobody you know, can he, see your he face. Shows you're making great, a face, so I want to leadership potential. Yeah. You know, it's it. I think it might be time to upgrade him to the leadership program. <laughs> so they've more than doubled his fucking dues, tuition. His dues, yeah. Yeah, dues. Excuse me. Um, I mean tuitions. I mean also. tuition. Uh, dues. Yeah. Dues t- tuition for an additional fifteen minutes twice a week after class. He gets so to stay 30 to minutes. learn thirty minutes a week. So over the course of a month, an additional two hours. So that's a, that's a pretty high hourly rate if you doubled tuition for an. Extra- and you're paying more than double, right? Yeah. Plus, you got to buy all this bullshit, blah, blah blah, and you're locked in on the program. Take a guess how long the fucking program is, Noah. The the contract. Oh, the contract? How long is the contract? I would say a year. It's more than a year. Oh. Okay. Keep then, going. Okay, then I'll say five years. <laughs> no, it's more- seven years. <laughs> Seventy-two months. No, that's that's six years, right? Seventy seventy-two months. What? Six years, dude. 
That kid is fucking four years old. That's longer than a car note. I'm going to have my house paid <laughs> off in two. <laughs> and you're going to fucking... So how, how do they expect payment? Up front? Or they just... I mean, it's just... It's mortgaged out, right? I'm like, you're fucking crazy. So how much do they pay, like, billing collecting agencies? Because people have to cop out on that. I have no idea. I mean, but... And you have to move in order to get out of this bullshit, right? The, I mean, it's all... I, I'm not you have to transfer to another location or what oh that's that's a, oh i didn't think about that but you have to move more than 25 miles away 25 miles away is from my house to past my work like who the hell can you know wow. like this is fucking bullshit so either but way people fine sure it's it's one of the more successful schools in uh up in sterling virginia but get, either way i'm like andrew you got to get the fuck out how of do they how, how do you sign a, a six-year contract for a four-year-old, dude. And what's going to happen? Dude, kids, kids is, it, is it because kids be oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can you give me a ballpark on how much per month we're adding to the tuition? Because if it's like five bucks, I can see people like, dude, what am I going to do? No, 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 no. Like, because it's, that's how Planet Fitness, right? It's like, how many yeah, people yeah, have... Yeah, you did the black card or whatever. But if is, you're right? like, if you're getting 60 bucks or more... It's 250 a month for just the kid. So... They added another two fifty, or they added another one twenty five. He was at he was at ninety nine just for the kid. Okay, so they let's just ballpark it low. They added an extra hundred bucks. Yeah. I, so that's a cell phone payment. Cell phone companies lock you in for two years, bro. These guys are locking you in for six. For six, it's it's more than a car loan. Like that's crazy. So either way, that so, this is so the hang on. The, hang when on. I think of the world, hang world on. of McDojos, that's, this is what I. That's twelve hundred bucks. A year times six. What? No, no, twelve hundred bucks a year at the current rate. I know, but you're adding an. I'm just saying you. Oh, are adding okay, an okay, extra, I got you. Like, yeah, yeah. You're, because the the. So hang on. Are, I guess when you when you sign a six year deal, it's committing you to the other tuition as well. Yeah. It's it's two fifty total per. per oh, dude, geez. that's crazy. Okay, so that's that's like a two, car payment, man. So two, you can get a decent vehicle for that. Yeah, and you're and you're. Yeah, and it's not going to be six years. Yeah, and it's also and you're you can use a and car. You can use it every day. Yeah, and you're not, not you're, you're not doing it fifteen two, minutes, two classes a week. a week for an so hour. So imagine imagine you had a car. Imagine, hey man, you can only use it thirty minutes a week in one or two sittings. But you know what though? For an additional hundred fifty bucks a month, you can use it for an additional fifteen minutes. <laughs> Fuck that guy. So either way, so this is the world that wow. I I sort of like view my. So lens. you're very jaded. <laughs> I, I mean, I, it never happened to me, right? Yeah. Um, but you're aware of it. But I'm very aware, deeply aware of it, and 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 the way those work is it's almost like a religion, right? Like there, there's this this glorious leader who has who's immortal. Or, or, or just with their picture on the wall. That's right. Who has, who is the all-knowing being? Yes. And they, over the course of time, have disciples. passed on knowledge to their disciples. Yes. Right. And, and the disciple is the one in the in the studio, or, or yeah, in the school. And, and so that just the idea of like YK Kim is always in like in the back room, and he only shows up at belt promotions and stuff and. He's there to collect his check and, and make an appearance because he's this like all glorious leader, which is why I've always had a lot of respect for somebody like Paul because he rolls with us, you know, like, and that's, that's one of those things about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is you, you can't fake being even remotely intermediate level at Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. If you and get he, smashed, you get smashed. You get smashed, right? Like you can't do it any better than you can fake speaking Spanish. 
mm-hmm. as Matt Thornton says. Ding. <laughs> um, so, uh, just going back to your original question, I don't remember the early times I met Laborio. Yeah. I remember him being super cool. Yeah. Uh, and super chill. And it was always in some sort of a a situation where something like ceremonial. a belt belt ceremonies yeah. or like a like a mini seminar just come by to see the gym you know we get a you know joe sends out his little text to all the higher belts make sure you're all wearing this gi and make sure you show up today labor is coming and all that sort of nonsense right um and then, so that's that i mean and and plus i had met him a handful of times just because i was training a lot with like glenn over at black box mm-hmm. and laborio is pretty tight with glenn and sam and stuff and uh it's <laughs> so just going back to that one i don't even remember why he came that one day when it was a pretty big class here and he, i don't know what it was but so i think i might have been a i was probably a brown belt at the time because so just going back to that um just the idea of like belt ceremonies and stuff like i thought it was really important for example at the time, I was cross-training between Longwood and Orlando, right? Splitting my time basically two days a week here, two days a week there. And uh, it came time for me to get my brown belt. And so I made sure to tell Paul, I was like, hey, man, like, you know, like, I, I know Laborio's going to be there and stuff, but, like, I don't train under Laborio. I train under you and I train under Jose. So it would, be, it would mean a lot to me if you came over to Longwood when I get my brown belt, you know, cause it, it, it would, it just means a lot more cause mm-hmm. you're the one who's coaching me along and he came, <laughs> Paul followed through. Awesome. Right. <laughs> it was great. He was late, but he came. So he um, knew you were last. Like, Hey, he'll do, I'll wait for the blue belts to get there, to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's late. Exactly. <laughs> but he came and it's awesome. So it's, it's always meant a lot to and me. And did he tie the belt? Or did Jose? No, Lebo, Lebo. Oh, the belt, okay. Yeah. So, but, but the fact is, is like Jose and Paul were there and that's what, that's what means the most to me. It's mm-hmm. like, it's the guys who, and it's nothing against Lebo, right? Like it's just, it's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, for sure. he's there, but so I'm actually surprised he, in a way I'm kind of surprised he would actually even want to tie those belts because it's like, you're not my students directly. You're my students indirectly. But, but Hey, I mean, if I was, but Hey, Bert and Cole got their black belts under Laborio under, uh, Ricardo Laborio. Oh so. yeah, that's true. So. I mean, so, they can say they're truly. Lebo what was black it? Belts. So actually, so I'm specifically. What was the promotion like when Tommy got his black belt? Because Laboria was there for that one. I, it, I don't remember. You weren't there. I was there. I don't remember. Oh, you don't remember? How dare you? I, I you don't remember your team because I remember seeing pictures of that. I was like, oh, that looks like a because the right before I arrived, you know, I you had that promotion. So it was funny because when I had my first promotion, which you know, I just get a stripe, right? You know, you see, they post the photos on Facebook. and like, oh, look, let me see the previous yeah, promotion. Yeah. And then, oh, there's Laborio. Right. <laughs> oh, and Tommy got his, his black belt. So I was like, oh, that's cool. So I my first, I've never spoken to Laborio. Really? Never spoken to him. I, I, wow, really? I, I've, I've only seen him maybe once or twice. And the first time I saw him, I was on the mats. Huge smile. And a rather thick-looking dude with sandals i just, like tivas i feel like was just <laughs> like, out, out, like tivas and khaki shorts and a white t-shirt and a ball cap was walking by the glass 
outside. And I was like, that's kind of a distinct looking dude. And I was like, <laughs> is that Laborio? <laughs> you know, because you could see his hair under the hat, you know. And then he walked in, and I think he was wearing glasses. And, of course, he was looking for Paul. And yeah. Paul wasn't there. So he chatted a little bit with some people, and then he left. <laughs> I didn't say hi to him. I didn't go up to him like, oh, I, you know, nice to yeah. meet you kind of thing. And uh, that was the first time I saw him. He was just kind of sitting on the side. Then the second time. Wait, so you literally only met, like, been in his presence twice? twice? Literally twice. Yeah. Okay. And the second time, Paul was teaching. Then Paul went over. They chit-chat a little bit. They they key keyed in the corner. And yeah. And then Paul's like, "Guys, I just want you to introduce, you know." Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, oh, you know. And then uh, he left. He, the guy didn't come on the mat. He didn't show anything or you know anything. Yeah. And then and the thing about so Lebo and and it's like we it's an interesting thing because like Lebo doesn't demand any sort of like special attention or respect. He he commands it, right? Because he's just he's earned it. Yeah. But and but if you talk to the guy and, and you see him and stuff, he's the most humble, chill, coolest dude. Easily the best ambassador for well, Brazilian Paul said, I mean, he he's technically a coral bat, he doesn't wear it. Yeah, exactly. Because he's right, like he's yeah, he's what sev- seventh, right? Is mm-hmm. is coral? I don't even know. Um and he just wears a black and belt. And he's wearing a black belt. Like, and that's that's there's that speaks something about that, right? Like it's like a, a belt was it only covers two inches of your ass. You have to handle the rest. Like he, he handles the rest. Um, and that, that's cool. And it's funny because I think it's the American sort of deification of the idea of a black belt that why we as a culture tend to do that. Cause I'm not sure. I think it's a relatively new thing just largely based upon what I'm reading in opening, opening close guard. Oh, by the guy who f- had his match fi- matches fixed. Fixed. A match. A match. <laughs> Galva, I was like, here, take it. <laughs> um, but either way, so that's, you know, I, I, the other. So uh, what was it like? One, so when, when, when did this whole hilarious, you know, event happen when he's there and everyone is going full pojada? Oh, so that was, um, oh my God, that was crazy. (laughs) I think it was Paul. He was going around pimping his, um, the ATT reunion thing. Okay. So this was, I was a relatively new. Is that when he came, when when you say he gathered the brown belts, he's like, guys. Yeah, it was after, (laughs) it was after this class. So he came and he taught class. Um, and then Paul, you know, Paul was like his uke and it was cool to see that. And afterwards, like everybody's rolling and stuff and we're all. It was like the most organized role I've ever seen in my life because there's so many fucking people on the mats. Like you can't just like you just be running into each other, and and at that point, because um, like everybody rolls to impress, right? Like the fucking grandmasters. <laughs> so I'm paired up because I'm I happen to be sitting next to Kali. Yeah. Because we're we're both recent brown belts. Oh, maybe this was. It was when Steve Wynn and Kali and. They they all got the brown belts. There we go. So it was yeah that that had to be it. That was when Tommy, Tommy got his black belt. Okay, there we go. And Ryan Martman got his. Now black we're belt. coming full circle. Okay, so that would have been in the summer of twenty something, late late aughts or yeah, anyway. that'll land. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to go check belt checker. 
Um, yeah, so that's that's when that's going on. And I, I'm sitting next to Collie because he's a new brown belt and I'm a relatively new brown belt. I think I got mine like a week or two before. And Oh, so you had, it wasn't even, yeah, you had gotten it at Longwood. I got Longwood. mine at Longwood, yeah. And so, <laughs> and Collie's being Collie and just snarling and just wrecking balling through my guard. And I'm just like, my normal self, right? And afterwards, and you know, everybody does this too, right? I'm guilty of it just as well. When I'm rolling with somebody, you're rolling with somebody, and Paul's sitting there, watch, overseeing the class, and every now and then you like, you look over to, you know, you're like, I just swept the fuck out of that guy. Did he see? Did he see? Did like, he see and it? you kind of look over, right? You look over. At him like, <laughs> did he yeah. see that? Did he see that? You know, you, you pause. You should just keep rolling, but you stop and you just kind of like, huh? and kind of <laughs> side eye to see if Paul like you. You expect him to be standing there like with his arms crossed, like going yes. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you want that uh, immediate affirmation. Did he see that? Did he see that? He's did just he like that? he's putting a check mark next. No, that's that's not the case. So everybody's doing that. No, dude, he's making mental check work. Oh, you're right. You're right. I apologize. <laughs> um, so I love this dynamic. I'm just like <laughs> on top of me. I'm like, huh. I'm just mounted. And I'm just like, oh, Tyler got his brown belt too. Dude, so I'm going with Tyler. I'm going with Kali. It's just fucking Apparently Tyler, thing. according to Paul, was a, is, he's like, Tyler's a goon. He'll just mount you and just sit And there. just heavy hips, low yeah. mount. Yeah. It, it just, he... <laughs> And he's also the fucking the like the one brown belt who will sit there and his his official guard break is knees to your thighs, you know, like the and and like laugh about it while you're doing it. He's like, so, I know what I'm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so everyone's going so everyone's pohada. Going everyone's going pohada, and then Lebo pohada. comes over to you afterwards. I'm just like, <sighs> right? And Lebo's like, he puts his hands on my shoulders, like, because mind you, at this point, like Lebo had no had. Knows me a little bit just from, and he just seen you another promotion. Yeah, exactly. And he's put the hands closed, Chris. And I'd also worked a long day too, but not that everybody else hasn't. But he's like, Chris, you look very tired today. <laughs> I'm like, Fuck yeah, I'm like very tired. It's and this is 170 pound Chris, not 185 pound Chris. I'm going with dudes who are like 90 pounds heavier than me, fucking going bananas to try to impress you. <laughs> when I just want to sit here and train and have fun, but um, <laughs> so that was Love that was it. fun. And then afterwards, he calls over um, Steve and me and a couple other, I think Tommy and uh, I, I don't know if Car, but he calls us all over and he just kind of circles around, like you know, we're all like huddling, like before a football game. And he's like, "Yeah," he's like, "So we have this this uh, ATT reunion coming up." He's like, you know, it's important. It's very important for you guys to be there because you guys set the example. I'm like you leaders. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, sign me up. The uh, the glorious leader has tapped has t- uh, like literally like a mason tapped me, <laughs> right? Like, uh, hey. <laughs> it's, so either way, it was cool. We ended up going to that, and it was a lot of fun. Got to see Pop, Paul do a little. You know, Paul claims he doesn't speak very well in public. He does a great job. He does a very, very good job. I don't know how much he actually practices it or whether he um, does Is that what he said? He's not good at it or he doesn't like doing it? I want to say he says he's not good at it. Oh. But, I mean, every speech he's done at the beginning. Give him a couple drinks. He'll loosen up and be fine. (laughs) There were definitely drinks that were at that banquet. It was a lot of fun. So that, that wasn't was, the Hesania, was it? No, this was the Hesania came after. The Hesania was after. This that. was the ATT reunion. 
Correct. Okay, this is, I think I've seen pictures. This is at, like the Europa. This is what, like, uh, I, I saw people had photos with, like, like Jezere. They had pictures with. How uh, do you Joanna. say her name? Is it Jezere? Jezere Matuda. Man, I, my, I'm like the most Anglo. I just call her Jezere. Am I, am I totally butchering uh, it? I think that's a Jezere Matuda. Off, it sounds better than what you said. Oh, man. I'm like, I sound like I'm from Boston at this point, don't I? I'm like, Jezere. <laughs> um, she's really pretty, by the way. Like, Oh man, like I was like, whoa, you, you know, like you, you scroll through Instagram, and like, man, this is a pretty hot chick. But like in person, like, oh man, she's she's really pretty. <laughs> um, um, I think like Joanna was there. Joanna was there. It was actually after her fight because she was all glasses. She was wearing like big oh, like, aviator glasses. Some, she had some bruising. I think it might have been hematomas. No, it wasn't that fight because that was recent. That was the Zhang Wei Li. Oh, or, this yeah. was like I think it was. It might it might have been like a fight with either like Bullet or somebody else, but it was like one of those wars where she had like a bunch of black eyes. She's she's really cool. Very like I I feel as though like she's like a lot of people would be very standoffish when you're the fucking world champ. But she was like super chill and, and really, really cool. The um, boogie woman's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> um who else was there? Hadolfo Vieira was there. I think Jacare was there. Jacare was not there. Oh, okay. I thought there was one. Maybe no, that's the same. Vieira was definitely there. He, I think he was at the Hisenia thing. Mm, okay. Um, it's funny because uh, the guy. So you know what? Owano uh, geese, like the one of the original brands of geese. Owano, they were. Owano, and they actually made the the first UFC gloves. The the the. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. John Owano was there. Like I just I don't know how I even know what that guy looks like. I was gonna say, how did you know what? The I have no was? idea because the. I guess you don't see a lot of like half balding Asian guys. Um, but he was there and I was like, is that John Owanu? And they're like, who the fuck is John Owanu? And so I went over and I was like, are you the dude, the Owanu guy? He's like, yeah. So that, that was cool. He's like, I mean, he's like a pioneer in the sport, right? So are these guys just all based out of Florida or did these fly in for this? I think a lot of people drove up um, oh, from because South they're all ATT people. So they were all so part South of, Florida. They're living in, you know, coconut Creek and whatnot. The greater Miami area. That was a cool event. Okay. So that was one of the few, the other times I'm, I met up with, I'd met Laborio, but, oh, I'm, I, his, his, when he moved to Orlando for his daughter, Bella, because, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's visually impaired. So there's like, I guess a lot of really, really good schools and programs up here for that. Uh, Sam, uh, at a, Sam and Glenn at a black box through a, a big bar, welcome to Orlando barbecue. I was, I'm, he was there. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was actually after he had recently won his uh, ADCC super fight match with against uh, Mario Sperry. So he had his little trophy there. That was cool. So let me ask you this on that note. And this is, uh, this is uh, you know, I don't expect you to know the reason why, but, I, I, you know, maybe if you have a thought or two or inclination, I like your opinion. How come I've never met anyone i've never you know nobody from longwood has come here to train or we've never gone to black box to train or someone from black box hasn't come here to train i think it takes personal initiative i mean like my my goal in life is to die with more friends than enemies right like so i've always made a conscious effort to like get to know people Mm -hmm. and add value to other people's gyms and whatnot and i i think the idea of community is very very should be big 
I think, um, I, I mean, like, like you, I've heard, you knew, you knew I've heard a lot of good things about too. Glenn, for example. You Glenn, know? yeah, like you'll have I've to heard, pick. like as a person and and also as a grappler, he's a legit grappler. Oh my god, he's you know, um, he almost killed me, but yeah, he almost killed you. Oh my god, fireman carried me, fucking face planted. It was terrible. <laughs> like that's when I'm like, hey, Chris, you lean way too far forward. Um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, it's I think a big part of it is that. I mean, is 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 grappling, is jujitsu, tr- is so tribal that people are are scared to I leave don't, the tribe? I don't think it's that. I think that the ATT structure is different. Okay. Um, people, and this is purely my speculation. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't speak for it. So, just the idea of, I think with, let's use Gracie Baja's. I'm not picking on them, but we just yeah. recognize their name. And I just know that they're very well organized when it comes to the idea of like team and whatnot, right? Not I, just at a school, but amongst all schools. Yes, as like from, from top down. As an organization. And it all starts top down, right? Like Carlos Gracie Jr. was responsible for things like IBJJF and, and that sort of thing. And the just the team thing has been big in jiu-jitsu for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody, when you have, I mean, I, I don't want to use this example again, but like one glorious leader that you're looking up to and everybody's on the same page. There's this, the Bible. I mean, like you can, you and I can go out and buy the Gracie Baja curriculum from white to black belt, you know, yeah. if we want to right now. It's just, there's a certain amount of like uniformity of, uniformity in terms of dissemination of information, uniformity and everybody's on the same page when it comes to you know, I guess, uh, organizational structure, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, uniformity of hell, just fucking uniforms. <laughs> just that sort of thing is is a big thing. Um, ATT, and this was one thing that Lebo, when he was still a part of the ATT organization, was trying to turn it more like that. You know, like, and I don't want to get too much into the weeds about stuff, but I just know that all the... W- it might it very well could be different now but from my early introduction into it in order to be the the only thing they required you to be an att gym was that you had to have essentially an att black belt or mma fighter quote like vouching for you that's why dean was the guy vouching for longwood that that's why dean was the quote chief instructor of at longwood seeing his photo that changed a little bit when jose became a black belt under mm-hmm. Laborio. Um, but I'm from my understanding, they didn't, ATT never charged anything like in terms of like franchise fees and that sort of thing. It was all, so it was super legit in terms of quality control because you have somebody vouching for the quality of your product. Right. Um, but as such, because there are just a lot of different personalities and whatnot, uh, they actually had an owner's meeting. I remember where, they're like, hey, we need to sort of uh, not unify, but have a more consistent look for use of like the ATT logo and that sort of thing, you know, because a lot of people were taking a lot of liberties with it where, you know, like it would make no sense if I went from one McDonald's to another McDonald's and the fucking M looks different. You know, it just, just they, yeah, we need more consistent sure. look. So 
it just I think the idea of each one was using the name for recognition, even though they're a part of it. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I think the branding is is much stronger now in terms of like requiring a sort of like uniform image yeah. than than prior to. I don't think the the name ATT carried as much weight twelve you know eleven twelve thirteen years ago than it does now. But like it, it was a. Uh, I think everybody was in their own little world, just using the ATT name, basically, versus the 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 way like Gracie Baja sort of like franchised its way out and and whatnot was. There's a lot more sort of like expectation here to too. Yeah, I mean, like you know, just their corporate Seven Elevens and their franchise set. Whoa, that is. Did not expect that to do that. They, dude, he's got to trim his nails. But um, that said, so like they're f- f- you know corporate franch uh, corporate and franchise Seven Elevens and Seven Eleven, but the 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 franchise ones have to a certain amount of freedom and creativity they can use. But at the end of the day, there are certain expectations that have to be met, and <clears throat> I don't know that ATT necessarily has that. I can't speak for it. I sure. I don't know, you know, but that's just my purely my my interpretation. Okay. As to why. Yeah. No. I I think it's interesting. Just to. I mean, the, you have, you know. I don't mind. You, you know, know more, way more than I do. I know very stuff, little, you know? but it, it what you said kind of lines up with what I've seen. You know, in terms of. You know, if 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 Gracie Baja is on one side of the spectrum in terms of uniformity. Yeah. You know. Um, American top team schools are not as far in that direction, but they're not complete anarchy either. No, no, no. Where I think they everyone were. does whatever they want, except they all have ATT in front of their name. You know exactly. what I mean? Like there's, there's some uniformity yeah. now. Um, so I don't even remember what your original question was. I went off on some crazy ass tangent, man. No, I you asked me about, I asked about people, you know, Oh, why there isn't as much cross-training? Yeah. I think it's just because it's essentially everybody's in their sort of like own little yeah. world. And I ultimately. said, is it tribalism? And you said, well, it's not tribalism. It's, you know, some, and then you went on your thing. You know, so, it's funny is like I, I, my coworkers and stuff were, I forgot who it was. Oh, it was somebody who was a big ATT fighter fighting in the UFC for a belt or something. And they're like, oh, and you're like, shouldn't you be rooting for your boy? I'm like, no, I've met the guy. He's an, he's an asshole. Like, I, I'm, I'm not rooting for that, right? They're like, but he's your team. I'm like, but I don't, like, I'll never root against wait minute, Ben. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you talking about, I, I shouldn't say the name. Are you talking about? Yeah. You are talking about that guy. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I had to mouth the guy. I don't want to be, I don't want to be like, oh, is it that? Oh, God. I don't want to mouth the person. <laughs> I don't need that guy. Especially if the guy's, me. if the guy was vying for a title, he could kick all our asses. Right, exactly. So <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not rooting for that guy, you know? But I'll never root against Ben. Mm-hmm. Ben's taught classes that I've trained in. Ben's sure. beaten me up before. You know, like, I'll never root against him. He's an actual teammate. Mm-hmm. But, like, is that person a teammate? No. You know. So, speaking of teammates, this weekend, and at, when you listen to this, the event will have passed. It was on Saturday. Yeah, so, we're co- actually, we're, we're leaping ahead in time. We're leaping ahead in time. time. Time travel. But, for those listening, you'll know the results of the event, but... You'll hear our perspective leading into it. Yeah. Mere days away. Today's Ooh, Wednesday. Days, yeah. It's going to be on Saturday. Um, Saturday, the 26th of June. 
Submission Grappling Series. Submission Grappling Series. A I'm new organization. Yeah, a new people. organization grappling founded here in Orlando, run by some, uh, run by some local grapplers. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Rock on. And uh, so support local guys. Yeah. So they put together a card, and it's kind of quite the talk of the town, the local grappling scene. I would think. Yeah, man. Know? Because it's drawing on the local competitors, and you've got blue belts, purple, brown, and and blacks. And the main event is our very own Paul Rodriguez. Our glorious leader. <laughs> our glorious leader. Coming, uh, I wouldn't say out of retirement, but he... he out, know, of out of... Out um, of... Hiatus? Or, or an extended He hasn't break? competed for, for, an ex- for a number of years. There we go. To compete against Jim Ehlers, um, who's a black belt under Vagnarosha. Oh, very active. Um, very so it's active a combat com- jujitsu match, is what you're saying. It, 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 <laughs> it would be interesting if it were, but it's not. Um, but he actually uh, he's uh, fought guy. in the UFC. He's yeah. done bare knuckle. He's currently, I think, doing bare knuckle FC. But he's been doing a lot of grappling recently. Um, very active competitor, and he will actually be competing the next day in Submission <laughs> Underground out in is he really out in, in Washington State in Portland? Yeah, or, yeah not uh, yeah, yeah, Oregon, Portland, because it's a Chael Sonnen thing. So that's awesome. Um, in addition to Paul, at the top of the card in a ten-minute sub-only match, we'll also have uh, a couple other guys from our school competing. No, Paul's is ten-minute sub-only. Right? Yes. Okay. Um. So wait, who else is from? I know Sahibi, Sahibi, and David. Is he? David got oh, a match. Oh man, David uh, is last a, minute replacement is or, a replacement or? for one of the competitors who, nice. who bowed out. So David Mau Maubri Maubri. I'll let you say it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I was calling him David. Jazari. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> David. So uh, David will be competing. So we, uh, I've got some rounds in with him the awesome. last few days. I mean, he's been he's been along for the ride anyway. So he's in yeah, shape. Yeah. So um, it uh, it'll be cool to see him out there. Very and, cool. I'm uh, I'm confident our team will will perform very well and put on a good show. You will hear me from the from my VIP. I table. know. I'm excited. I, awesome. I I've managed to secure a backstage pass. I think. Ooh, press coaching. No coaching staff. Oh, coaching. Coaching. Oh, all right. Corner right. staff. <laughs> so I'll be uh, I'll be in Sahibi's corner. Balls go well, and I don't know where else I'll be, but I'll be helping guys warm up. Whatever awesome. I can do to help. So I, I, it'll be you fun. You can wrap their hands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get them warmed up on the pads. No, hey man, I'll get the, I'll get the glue warm so they can take their dip their hands in, in glue the and then in the resin glass. In the glass. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so that's happening. Um, there are a couple other guys that we know that are affiliated to, with us for varying degree. We got Kojito guys from guys. we've got guys from Fusion competing. You know that I wouldn't consider our guys, but you know they're Julians. They're they're cousins. Cousins, yeah. The cousins, yeah. Um, they're little, yeah, yeah. Because Paul would be, yeah. yeah, yeah um, cousins. Dylan will be competing. Yep. Kojito, Stan Roos, and Yellows as competing. well. Yeah. Um, and Andre will be competing, and yes. I want to see Andre. You know, kick Second some ass out there. So of Iron Life. Yeah. But, so know. he. Um, it'll be cool to see a lot of those. It's awesome. It'll be getting the band back together. You know, this is, it's like a, what is it? Like weddings and funerals or whatever. A reunion or something. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. a, this is kind of a, a, a cool it's a, chance. It's, hopefully it's more of a festive, not a sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now we're Everyone loses. They get their arms and legs broken. It's like, oh, tragedy. <laughs> it'll be like the red wedding. It'd be a lot of fun though. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, tickets I'm were sold out. So I mean like it's, it's going to be. It's sold out. It's going to be on pay-per-view. It's something that. 
we um, we knew about for I'd say eight weeks, you know, if not a little longer. So there's been there's been some time for the anticipation to build. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Good marketing too. I mean, like just they're active on social media, you yeah, know. Very, they, very they've slick. done it. So for me, um, you know, I've I've had the privilege of of being able to train with some of the guys, actually all the guys that are going to be competing, you know, on that card and and try to give them as much work as I can possibly give them round wise and stuff. So um, it's the first time I've experienced that. So I know obviously there's Is the it really ones. like your first time kind of like cornering people and, and kind of being there from, I mean, for, for such an extended period of time, like, I mean, yeah, in a way, cause the other yeah. guys are generally more MMA people and I'm, that's, that's you know, true, yeah. to have a, such a, to have a, a big a grappling event and, yeah. where a number of our guys are competing on it and I've trained with them and, um, you know, tried to lend a hand when asked upon, right. You know, um, it, uh, you know, I'm invested in their performance and I hope they, they do well, not, not to validate anything for me, you know, it's them, they're the ones stepping out there and doing it, you know, but I, I'm certainly rooting for them to do so gonna, well. You're going to shave your head. Get so, the, so, so yeah, so the, the score, get your, so, get your, so um, green and green and black Dobecky rash guard. Yeah. So that, that's, that's, I would really Fanny like pack. to do that. Except if I shave my head, my, my face is tan and my head is, my head is not. So it would look really <laughs> scary, but I do want to try to look as obnoxiously John Danaher as possible. Do you have, did you buy the, do- so they're out of stock. I've, I've actually looked for, Oh really? One. No, yeah. I'm just, I, I'm thinking I want to wear a rash guard, you have a fanny, a fanny pack, pack f- front it. And then do you he have, wears um, like joggers, right? Yeah. He wears, I, I want to say he wears like, like what are those bodybuilding pants from like the nineties and eighties? Like, uh, the tracksuit pants, kind of. I yeah, think. he wears like. And then, I'll, then I'll wear a beanie too. I'll do the beanie look. Remember the? Remember how he looked when he was trying to when he was standing between Galvao and and Gordon? Yeah, that's that, that's the look I want to aim for. It has to be for. a three quarter rash guard too. I think. And right? then, like he can't. He, he and then I'm to, going to. If I do, if I am in anyone's corner, I'm going to refer to them as Mister. Mister. Yes. <laughs> and I'm and going to refer to Mister the whole their whole name, or Mister, and I'm going to be calling out stuff in japanese Don't, just to mess you with have everybody. to also say it's like calmly oh no no you're gonna i'm gonna be like, like right one minute mike sahibi one minute one minute gone good work your kazushis mike mike sahibi <laughs> kazushis tewaza tewaza now Tachiwaza. And, then, and, and then just and then, a lot of just a lot of quiet two minutes like, gone two minutes gone mike right sahibi. hand scoop <laughs> not an over, not, not not an underhook scoop. Um, <laughs> so foot. yeah, so well, well we're gonna see. I, you know, it. I, I'm. I like the fact that it's at the Guilt Nightclub because it's such a it's such a. I for me it's an iconic <laughs> venue, and I say iconic, half jokingly but half honestly because I mean, it, it feels like something that a movie would use because it's two stories. So it it, it does. It looks like never back down. Yeah, I mean, there, <laughs> like, there, like there's not a bad seat in the house. You're yeah, literally yeah, like everyone's like, around um, the cage and above the cage, looking down. So if you win, it's very much a little coliseum kind of atmosphere of like, oh, you know, everyone there. So we're gonna see. We had, um, you know, Mike's opponents changed. Oh, it did. He did. So Mike's really? original opponent is no longer on the card. Striker or was, grapplers, it is now. 
does he need to change his game plan like (laughs) well i mean in a way he does because his opponent's gone from being a very tall lanky guy to being a short like a ninja turtle like a little that's actually heavier heavier yeah so mike doesn't have to cut weight anymore mike was supposed to make 185 i believe and and this guy is in the 200 plus oh my god yeah so he he's gonna be a is a shorter yeah, he's he's gonna be a, a beefier guy, so you know. But you know, Mike Mike's look looks sharp, and I think um, Dude. obviously you're hearing this after the fact. So I, I could I could sound prophetic, or I <laughs> yeah, could sound like, like a, a complete numbskull. But as of now, I'm not Mike, privy to the future. I Mike's think, not gonna not be in shape. I'll tell you that I much. feel like, like Mike uh, Mike's looking really sharp. Oh my um, god, he, you know, I've I've gotten him two Sundays in a row. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun um, at all. Tell you that much. I think you know. I would put David up against any grappler, oh, you know, oh, in, uh, like, I mean, I put him against any grappler period, but I put him up any grappler in central Florida, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, like, any belt level. And, and I think David's got dude, in a sub only environment. 100% oh, David's got, you know, he, at worst, if you want to like the, the, the least complimentary thing you could say about David is he's a tough out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but in reality, you know, he, he can, he's a problem for anybody at any level. Um, especially if you look at the talent pool here in central yeah, Florida. Yeah, so, he's, um, he's, yeah, he'll, even him on short notice, I think Dave is gonna, gonna do fine. Only thing working against hard, him man, is the fact he's only got five minutes and same with Mike. They've only got five minutes to work. It's only a five minute round. So the way it works is colored, uh, purple is five. Brown is six and black is seven. The main event is the only one that goes 10 minutes. I believe all of the under... Somebody said there were 32 matches. 32 matches is a long fucking day. Yeah. I mean, but assuming I think, they all... I think that's why it's generated so much buzz because it has attracted a, you know, a number of grapplers from all is the it, local I gyms. Mean, I, I don't think, I'm only familiar you know? with whoever I know that's but there. I don't, I haven't counted and there hasn't been an actual official card posted. They've just posted oh, posters of so many. So there could be names that haven't been advertised or I haven't seen yeah, or yeah, I've yeah. missed that are on the card. I'm wondering if there are any, any Gracie Baja people out there. Potentially. I mean, I'm I know sure people are. are coming from, from Jacksonville and St. Augustine to compete. Oh, cool. You know, so it, it I, I, I have, I have, to reach out to my I have good hopes. I think it's going to be fun. Be here. You know, I think the atmosphere is going to be good. The fact it's sold out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to have a crowd there and, and you're going to have people invested. And I think you have, you know, a number of people from every, every school. So it's going to give people a reason to hang around because, be, you know, sometimes you see so events. many white claws in me. <laughs> sometimes you see an <laughs> event where it's, where you'll have, you know, um, when, basically when you get to the main event, no one's there because everyone's seen their right, person they're, they're, go. Their guy, yeah. But I think... I think people will stick around. People will yeah, stick yeah, around yeah. to watch the main event, I think. And I'm and not the, saying that yeah. because Paul's, you know, our head coach. I, I'm I mean, it's that. two very... I, I think two UFC vets. Two, you know... Like there's name recognition in both guys. Yeah. They both there's hold curiosity. They have, you know, some clout, lack of a better term. Yeah. And, um, and, and Paul's known and... Well, you know, I'd say well respected in the community. Pioneer, baby. So it's going to be a. It's. I think it's going to be a fun night. Um, I've got good expectations for it in terms of uh, going off. I think it's going to be super entertaining, and depending on how much alcohol is flowing in the uh, in the crowd, it could be a very raucous and rowdy my, environment. I'll, I'll, I'll need to bring my plate carrier. It could be the hottest ticket in town here in Central. So again, you're listening to this after the fact, so you'll going. find out. 
I don't think I'll release this. Maybe I do. I release it. You Saturday? release it. Um, release it Saturday morning. Yeah, like a little preempt. Maybe I do. Maybe I'll release this this Saturday. So maybe you're hearing this before the fact as last minute hype. We can tag the guys at Sub Grappling to get a and little extra cut. Get a little, yeah, man, twenty yeah. percent, and <laughs> and also uh, you know drive up pay per view buys. There we go. So anyway, that's that's going down. And it's Saturday. also submission grappling series dot com. Yeah, I was I literally sent the link to somebody. And uh, yeah, hopefully the event goes well. And there are there are other events. Um, uh, I'll I'll have my gear in case someone drops you gotta out. Step the in. La- if someone drops out the last minute, I'll be like, I got it. <laughs> Even yeah, just in case, I'll save the card. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, anyway. Jesus so that uh, that's going up. So that that's been that's been a lot of fun. It's been very interesting to just be training and not training in the sense of like, yeah, I, I still like try things, but the yeah. intensity is just higher. Um, and my ability, this week's to, rest week, my right? my my ability to to experiment is a little more limited because guys are going harder. Yeah, you're, you know, out of out of just survival necessity, you just can't. You can't. You know. Yeah, yeah, you just so, you have to funnel work work your. You have to funnel. Game Do you plans. need to pee? Well, it's almost class time. Oh, it's almost. We class have five time. minutes. We have five minutes. Well, guys, and I do have to pee. I figured that was the case, guys. Thanks for listening. This was episode eighty-three of BJJ and Brews. Remember social uh, media, social media at BJJ and, and Brews, Instagram, Facebook, and guys. Check out our guys. Check out everyone competing this Saturday. I'll post this before. I'll do this yeah, on it'll be Saturday, fun. It'll Saturday be fun. morning. Um, hey, guys, comment with your predictions. Comment with your predictions. We're going to post this either Friday night or um, Saturday morning. Anybody who, whoever does the best gets a, a, an XL purple rash guard from Crown. Really? Yeah. Okay. There we go. Whoever gets the best, uh, b- best predictions. All right. Only one once. There you go. If you listen this far, you know what we're talking about. If not, they missed out. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week, same time, same place. See ya. Peace.